Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit. I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! This is Doc Savage. The Man of Bronze. Have no fear, the Man of Bronze is here. He's so come. That's the big news this week, right? No. Are you sure? It's a non-issue. I thought that was the big exciting news this week. What? No. Are you sure? That is a... It's just... It's not news. I I thought you liked Doc Savage. Why would you think that? Because you like a lot of those older pulpy characters. Have you ever heard me say Doc Savage in a positive way? I don't know if I've ever heard you say it in a negative way either. Well, there you go. I just know. No, I know. Generally but, speaking, you yeah. like those pulpy characters. I do. I know. Generally speaking, you like stuff that Mike Uslan is involved in. Well, it's well, okay, but and, I mean, he's been involved in Batman movies, and and for some reason, I I I have. I have recollections of talking to people who have produced Doc Savage toys in the past. Oh, and um, name one. Didn't didn't uh, I I I can think the the company. It's a smaller company out of New Jersey. I think we see them all the time at the smaller cons. It's not Go Hero. It is. The, it's the guy who puts. A, he put out the. Uh, oh my god! He puts out all those obscure twelve-inch figures. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, there, no, he's Long Island. Okay, but it's, you know who uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, it's... Tall, uh, skinny guy, yeah. kind of a long head, sort of bald. What, oh, my God, what's his name? Forbidden, not forbidden. Um, you know, a mock time. A mock time. Yeah. Didn't they put out a Doc Savage toy? I don't think so. For some reason, I thought we talked about... God. We've talked about Doc Savage. Well, anyway, this is episode 410. We'll get yeah. to that in a second. Yeah. Of uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. We're calling this one The One Without PK, because I didn't think of another title. 
Wow. We're calling this Way one. Way to stretch the creative boundaries of naming the show. We're calling this one Rebirth. We're calling this one Hail Hydra. Oh, God. All P- terrible names. Pick one. Pick one. How do we combine How about, how about we call it Afterbirth? Because that's kind of like what a lot of this news is. How do, how, do, how do we combine them? That's really the issue. Sure. How do we combine them together? I, I kind of like Afterbirth. No PK. A rebirth, gooey mess. And... <laughs> No PK, Rebirth, and Hail Hydra. It's almost like, it's like PK Hail's Rebirth. There you go. Fine. Hail PK. I like Afterbirth. But anyway, it's 410 yeah. is, is the episode number. Holy crap. PK is not here this week because uh, it is his... Uh, da, 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 what? We're not supposed to talk about those sensitive topics. I thought he was open about the operation. I... I... No, was, I think you're recalling the wrong producer. Oh, that that was that was that's right. That was uh, that was scapegoatess. I forgot about that. My <laughs> my apologies. Well, we had to change it after a while, didn't we? Did we? I, well, I don't know. Sc- scapegoat seemed a bit more masculine. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, hurtful. Well, look, I'm, maybe he doesn't know which bathroom to use, maybe. and he should go to Target. That's terrible. Or true, whatever. Uh, we could also call now? this episode "Don't Let Your Four Year Old in the Gorilla Pit." Three-year-old. Is he three? I thought he yeah. was four. No, three. Oh, my don't, My apologies. Don't lower your kid into the gorilla pit. That's my apologies. Yeah, that's, that's my that's, apologies. That's a rough story. Uh, we weren't here last week, much to some people's chagrin. Because really? Was, it Who was, was chagrined by that? Well, the, we got about 50 voicemails last week. We've picked three uh-huh. to play tonight, but we, we got a lot of voicemails last week. Hey, stuff happened. Hey, you know what? And we got people who wanted us to talk about Cap, which we'll get to. Oh, yeah. We got people who wanted us to talk about Rebirth, which we'll get to. Oh, yeah. So there's there's lots. There's, there's lots. lots. Yeah. Um, We could start with one of those voicemails. You want to start with one of those? I guess. Voicemails? Yeah. Uh, Let's go with... Let's go with the one we haven't mentioned anything about thus far, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll be back in one moment. Hey guys, it's Drunk Box at on the box on Twitter. Um, I just saw the trailer for the next Star Trek movie, Beyond, and I actually like it. It's a lot of action and looks pretty badass, but I was wondering what your guys take is on it and i'm sure that you wanted to cover it in the past weeks but just couldn't get to it because of the overload of information but what do you guys think and i think it might be good because it's going in a different direction i don't recognize any parallels for the old series or the next generation and so what do you guys think Thanks. Bye. We did want to get to that trailer. We did. It was on the news like two weeks ago when it first came out, but we've uh-huh. been we had a busy, busy show and then no show. So the Star Trek trailer. I liked the Star Trek trailer for all the reasons I was not a huge fan of the original Star Trek stuff. Which is it 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 seems uh, well, a lot of what I what he said what Mister Anabox said it, there's a lot of action it seems very fast paced the story seems pretty good I know you didn't like the second one no oh, I hated the second one but what, and what this what, what one you... doesn't look any better okay um and I think it's exactly opposite I mean it's it's where it's clearly where they want to take the franchise right into the action genre rather than the you know the, I guess the kind of 
the more sci-fi edge they've gone more the action edge right and i think that's a shame because i don't think that's the intention of the series at all and i look i get why hardcore trek fans dislike it um Mm -hmm. and dislike that second movie like the love the first Um, one well a lot of them liked the first one but there was a lot of trepidation they were like i really like this it's great but it seems a little bit Weird, and then it, I think it just went further down that path. I think what they did in the first one was a brilliant way for them to relaunch and to tell new stories. Right. And instead of doing that, in the second movie, they went right to the well. And not only did they go right to the well, they went right to the well and blew it. You know, and <laughs> right. we're not going to rehash that. Again. No, we're, we're not going to rehash we're that not again. Go through all but, that. The, but the point is, is that it, it was it was terrible, right. awful, awful. Uh, just a bad idea all around, bad casting, and so on and so forth. But now it looks like, you know, like I can't make heads or tail of this movie other than the fact that it's flashy and a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, perhaps needless action. That's what it looks like to me. But that seems appropriate considering the guy who's directing. Is it Jonathan Lynn or? Uh, yes, it's the I guy that so. did Fast and Furious. Tokyo, the number. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's it's. Like, that's the kind of film that they want to have. Well, they're going to get it. What they're going to also do, however, is they're going to alienate a lot of Trek fans because this is not this is not the series right. to turn into the action genre. It just right. never was intended to be that. Terrible. It is. To some fans. I don't care. I, I'm fine with it. I mean. Well, you're not a I'll, fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan. I'm, I've seen some. I saw some original series. I've seen a handful of the movies. Um, uh-huh. but you know, so there you go. Yep. If you'd like to leave a voicemail, like on a box growth, did he call himself Trump box? I, I don't know what it was. I'm, 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 I'm ignoring that part, Tom. Uh, you can give us a call at the GVM line. 425-920-6050. Yes. Um, you know, do we have to go back to Doc Savage real quick? Going back to Doc Savage. The rock is cast as Doc Savage. That's the big news. Ooh, exciting. Let's, let's move on supposed to be that color yeah it's always yeah, it's that color plagued with tef- technical difficulties no, no no it's always it's always red when it's All recording right. we're leaving know. this I'm in just, i'm just scared we're leaving this in pk is pk's not here to make sure these things happen all right let's go to rebirth okay wait i'm 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 toming i'm uh, sorry i'm trolling through the tomes nope that i want to make up the uh the i want to make sheet. sure that we hit the big things first uh-huh and then we have all these other things to pull from if we well, need them. If they were the big things, sir, I imagine they would have been in the front. They're not even on the prep sheet. Oh, because they're, because they're guaranteed talking points. I see. Uh, Rebirth. Uh-huh. Started last week. Uh-huh. Um, I did not hate it. I actually liked issue one. Um, Batman Rebirth issue one and Green Arrow issue one come out this week. I will read both and of those. Action and yeah, I don't like care about two those. or three others. Yeah, I don't care about those. Yeah, I know. Um, I will read the ones that I am interested in. I did get Batman. Um, the part about Rebirth that I found the most interesting from a reporting standpoint, meaning other outlets reporting on it, mainstream media reporting on it, everybody was focusing on the fact that there are three Jokers. Which, to me, is the least important part of that entire issue. With no explanation yet. Correct. No real explanation right. yet. It'll. I'm, I'm assuming Batman is going to deal with that. One would hope. I, I don't mean the character. I mean the book. That's where they're going to yes. deal with that yes. part of the story, right? I think the significant part about Rebirth is the Watchmen being canon and being directly 
responsible. Uh, responsible for what's going on in Rebirth. As Rebirth. I mean, Dr. Manhattan. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan is directly responsible for Rebirth, Flashpoint, uh, and a couple of other things, apparently. And suddenly, before Watchmen uh, books are selling like hotcakes. Of course they are. Um, I like the return of Wally West. I have no problem with Wally West. Um, uh, I'm interested to see what they do with uh, Ozymandias and Mendias. Ozymandias. Is it Dias? Mm-hmm. Um, and how he ties in. Or Ozymandias. Uh, yeah, dark side. Uh, Magneto. Uh, uh, I'm okay with it. Thus far, my problem with Rebirth is not the fact that they're bringing the Watchmen in. There's not the fact that there are three Jokers. My problem with Rebirth is we just had New 52 like two years ago. Stop it. That's my problem. Just stop it's, it. it's just a new Rebirth every two years. Marvel announced they're going to destroy and restart their universe again this fall. But that's what I mean. They, and they, they did not. They, they both rebirth, do it. Rebirth did not destroy the universe and restart it. That's not what happens in Rebirth. I, I Well, but... It does to some of them. Yeah. Well, to an extent, yes. Because I it, haven't it read corrects. Green Arrow. I haven't read Green Arrow yet. Right. But that is not the new 52 Green Arrow. I understand. However. I, right. Because if you read that book. Right. If you read Rebirth Issue 1. Did you read Rebirth Issue 1? If you read Rebirth Issue 1, there's a lot of things that everybody suddenly forgot or yeah. no longer recall. I get it. Which means they are resetting those things. I get it. And then moving forward. Again, but again, they're not destroying the universe sure. and rebuilding it, which Marvel is now going to do for the third time in four years. Yeah, but they all do it. They both they both are responsible for doing it. Okay, I Flashpoint guess. did it. Then New Fifty Two did it again. Flashpoint again. Fl- Flashpoint erased everything. Okay, and then New Fifty Two started it over, mm-hmm. and now you have this, which is erasing stuff. Okay, and then at some point there'll be a little bit of a trickle, and then okay. and then Wally West will th- come back again. And then Death Flash will come. But, and, but he'll be black and but, female. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, gay. it's just. It's no, just, that's Marvel. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Rebirth a shot. Sure. I will give Rebirth a shot. Um, I liked that first issue. I actually thought it was a really good story. I'm not happy about the fact that they're doing it, but I at least thought that it was well written and I'm interested in enough to check out those books. And remember, I quit Cold Turkey. So this is putting my big toe back in the pool. Way in the pool. You know what I mean? So, Rebirth. So, yeah. I, I don't think there's much to say else until we read some more of the issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll read a couple more this week, and, and we'll talk about it again I, next week. I think week. some of the key things that, that uh, people are saying, particularly about Batman, because that's what I pay attention to, is that Batman actually is not a hero in that book, nor and, and he actually does detective work. Okay. Well, so, I mean, he is actually doing detective work. Yeah, but he hasn't in a while. No, because he was busy fighting the Court of Owls. Yeah, and all that other stuff. Right. And then, you know, disappearing. Well, remember, you know, Batman, the detective part of Batman, right? And I, and it's hard to tell because there have been different versions of Batman and how he's gotten to be Batman. But I, I kind of feel like the detective part of Batman was partially driven by maturity and evolution of the character. Like, I kind of feel like he started out hero vigilante, mixed in a sprinkle in a detective. And the detective part really did evolve and get more profound. So then, again, remember, they I go the back. the point where they were naming the book Batman the world's greatest detective. Right. But, again, that was 
down the line a bit, sure. right? And then you get New 52 comes out, and they didn't have World's Greatest Detective. They had Batman, and then they had Batman the Dark Knight. There was no detective in the New 52. So we're getting right. back to, I guess, a bit more of the detective after being New 52 Batman for two I, years. I guess we, we really just have to wait and see. I yeah. Think. So, I mean, I see the detective part as right. that's part of an evolution of the character. And maybe we're getting back to that. Maybe we'll get World's Greatest Detective maybe. again. Or maybe we'll get Detective. Do we have Detective Comics under New yeah. 52? We did or no? Yeah. And they were renumbered. Remember? They okay. started over and that was right. one we of the. We had three major Batman That books. was one yeah, of the big right. mistakes. I, yeah. thought you, I didn't think you meant the book. I, meant, I yes. thought you meant the aspect of his character. I did. I did okay. mean the aspect. But Because even in the book, he but, really wasn't. No, detective. The, yeah. It was one of the things that they're correcting in Rebirth was renumbering action and detective. Yeah, they're going back to the original numbering Correct. scheme, picking up as if the new Fifty Two issues were. I think they're were doing, in line, and they want to do that because both of them are closing in on a thousand. Right, and how could you? Why would you throw that away? Exactly, because you'd be dumb. Because you're an idiot. Because a thousand would sell a hundredfold. A thousandfold. A millionfold. Double second printing, third printing, fourth printing. Exactly. Do you know that those new 52 first printing Batman books are selling for quite a pretty penny? Are they? I just sold. Pulling back the curtain here, folks. Uh-huh. I just sold the first 10 issues that I had first printings. Right. And I, I made like, it was like 200 bucks. <laughs> Wow. For 10 issues of Batman New 52. First printings. Yeah, I was pretty happy. I didn't... I I, first printings a little bit. I've been happy to get 10, 11 pennies. 200 bucks. I'll take that. All right. Let's move on to Cap. We have to, right? All right. So here's my problem with Cap. I don't necessarily... Well, let's let's talk about well, what well, let's let's talk about what happened. Right. Captain so, America number one, Steve Rogers. Right, Captain Steve America, Rogers. Steve Rogers. Right. Uh, yes, came because out last week. Captain America, Sam Wilson is, is still going on. Already out. Number one came out last week. Yes, and in the final panel, two three panels of that first issue. No, it's the last one. Well, in that yes, but to me, there's something more significant to this. In the grand scheme of things, okay. than just that last panel. Go on. The last three panels involves Cap essentially, well, not essentially, actually murdering or severely injuring one of his fellow teammates, and then declaring himself Hydra. That's how the episode, the issue Hail ends. Hail Hydra is how the issue ends. And what uh-huh. you learn is that throughout the course of the issue, you learn that. Starting when he was a young child, he had been actually slowly brainwashed and was a sleeper agent for Hydra all along. That was the news. Mm -hmm. The internet exploded. Death threats were levied. And rightly so. And Tom Brevoort, who is like the, I don't know if he's the EIC over the way, he put out a statement saying, you're either talking to me at the top of the very best Captain America story ever, or you're talking to me on the day I broke Captain America. Now, now, normally on this program, right, not very big fans of Marvel Comics. Right. Right? This has just crossed a line. Now, let me tell you why. All right. We have different, differing opinions okay. on this. Oh, here's mine. All right. Mine is, mine is Captain America has been a symbol of a lot of things for a really long time. Right? To choose to release this book 
the week of Memorial Day. That I thought was a bit weak. Was a disgrace. Because you have co- you have geek companies all over, Sideshow amongst them, others, that use Captain America's image as part of Memorial Day. As part of the way that they sure. promote Memorial right. Day specials and so on and so forth. Captain America has been that character forever. 70 plus years. 75. Yeah. He celebrates like Aquaman. Right. Nobody knows. Aquaman yeah. Cap, same age. No one, no, no celebrations for Aquaman. Well, you know. Captain America, in the 75th year of right. the character's existence, this is the road they decide to go with Captain America. This is the road. This is the dumb. We have talked literally five seconds ago. We talked about how dumb it was that they recreate their universe every year. This, this to me is a disgrace. I have actually written a letter like written, like folded and put in the mail to Marvel comics and Tom Brevroot, who I think is the, I see over there. Uh, uh, this is an absolute disgrace an absolute disgrace to turn him into a Hydra agent now and the way that they did it. And they did this because they knew the shock value in the week of Memorial day, when the movie is at its peak, when, uh, when everyone captain America couldn't be a more popular character, they choose to do this bullshit for headlines. And they do it also because they want to take the, air out of the coverage of of uh, rebirth so they smack dc they smack every captain america fan and forget if you're a captain america fan they they smack every like every usage of this character as a patriotic hero for the last 75 years they just kicked it in the dick i agree with all those things it's a disgrace but so, okay, I agree with all those things. My anger is that it's a cheap gimmick. My anger is not that they did it, necessarily. Because, truth be told, I don't think it's real. Currently going on in those books, you know, there's a lot of Cosmic Cube goofiness going on. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of yeah, there's a rumor manipulation that, yeah, going on. And right. what I suspect is actually happening is that either Red Skull or somebody else in the Marvel Universe is 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 actually either implanting false memories into Cap's head, mm-hmm. right? And making him think that he has been programmed all these years, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that eventually they will undo all of this because that's what they do. There's no way they're making him Hydra forever. That would be suicide. I'm trying to find the But quote. here's my problem. Here's my problem. Aside from the fact that I think it's a cheap gimmick, aside from the fact that I think the timing is horrendously inappropriate, even if you erase the fact that he just declared himself Hydra, and by the way, if you honestly, truly, fully in your heart of hearts think that this is the actual cap and that this is legit, he has been Hydra for 75 years, he is the worst sleeper agent in the history of secret agents. The worst. Because he spent 75 years undermining the group that he supports, then, if that's the case. Which is more ammunition that this is just implanted memories or some other, you know, invalid thing that's going to be undone. That all being said, you know what you can never take back? You can never take back murdering a teammate. You can never take back Mm -hmm. throwing a guy out a window. Unless this is a fucking snow globe at the end of the storyline. 
and none of it's actually happening other than in his head, you can't take back throwing a teammate out the window. Right. That's that's what really bothers me. I have no doubt they're going to undo all of the Hydra stuff. No doubt in my mind. Zero. Zero doubt. I would be I, – I will eat crow if they don't undo it in a year or a year and a half or six months or whatever it is. But you can't undo him killing somebody. That really bothered me reading that issue more than anything else. Because I read it and I got to the end of the issue and I'm like, oh, it was a gimmick. Like I'm, I'm not stupid enough to think that it's not a gimmick at this point. You should feel uneasy about the fact that everything you know and love about Steve Rogers, or, uh, Steve Rogers can be upended. That's from a Time article. That's right, Time. Uh, article with, with Tom Brevoort about this decision about Captain America. To ask the blunt question, says Time, is this a gimmick? Here's his response. Every single month, whether it's a run-of-the-mill month for Captain America or an extraordinary month, our job is to put him in situations that place the character under some degree of pressure and see how he reacts to that. Hopefully our readers are surprised, shocked, elated to see something of themselves, learn something about themselves. To say it's a gimmick implies that it's done heedlessly just to shock. The proof is always going to be in the execution, so you'll have to read the rest of the story to see. But I certainly believe it's not a gimmick. It's a story that we spent a long time on that's compelling and captures the zeitgeist of the world. It will make readers wonder how the heck we'll get out of this. It's a fucking gimmick. Fuck I'm you, sorry. Brevert. It's a gimmick. Fuck you, Brevert. Anybody who listens to this show is close to Tom Brevert, please give him this message. Fuck you, Tom Brevert. I, I, I'm not convinced that it's not a gimmick. I'm sorry. I know they're saying it. I think that's fine that they want to say it. I am not convinced that it's not a gimmick. He goes on to say that it's been in the works since the end of 2014. Which is fine. Jesus Christ. Which is fine. They've been building up the gimmick for a really long time. That's fine. If that's how they want to play it, it's a gimmick. I am not not. I'm telling you, I'm not convinced that that's not how that's going to play out. But look, we'll see. I mean, I'll I'll continue to check it out. You know, I'll read it for the sake of seeing what's going on. But executive editor Tom Brevoort. So there you Brevoort. go. That that's the Captain America thing. Look, if you have an opinion on this, or you want to chime in, or give us your thoughts, you should give us a call over at the GVM line four two five nine two zero six zero five zero. And and let us know. But again. I think it's I think it's a gimmick. It's a disgrace is what it is. Gimmick or not, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to do it right the week of fucking Memorial Day. I agree with all of it's, that. It's it's a disgrace to do it when Captain America is the number one film at the box office. It's a it's a disgrace. It's I a agree disgrace. with all of those things. Let's get away from Marvel for just a split Please. second. We're going to go back to Marvel but once we have a better uh, taste in our mouth. Let's play another voicemail. What? Do we have any nano dots? No. <laughs> because <laughs> they would probably taste better than that. <laughs> Let's play another voicemail, address that, and then maybe take a break. Okay. Hey, guys. It's Cleveland at CLE Steven on Twitter. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you for putting the show on Google Play. Uh, I've been listening to it that way, and it's uh, very convenient for me on an Android device. Uh, that said, I just finished listening to the show from uh, this week. And um, you guys are discussing the whole DC movie universe realignment. Uh, I definitely do agree. 
And some of them stick with it. That's true. <laughs> Doesn't Cleveland, get a guy who hasn't called in a while. Cleveland lives up to his name. He does. So there it is. Um, look, he's a guy who likes both. Uh-huh. That's fine. I I really wanted to play this because I thought it would be good to quickly just talk about. Did you watch the season finale of Flash? Are you caught up? I didn't yet. Oh! I know. I know. No, 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 no. I know what happens though. Oh, it's so good. But is it? It is. It's great. Because isn't it Flashpoint? It is. That's great. Because they can erase all the garbage that went on in Arrow. Yeah. They can bring Laurel back. Do you think? Well, they were already going to do that. Maybe. But, but yeah, th- but this is the mechanism to do it. Do you think that's what's going to happen here? Or. Why not? I, I don't know. I'm asking. And John Wesley's ship as Jay Garrick in the Flash costume? Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that nostalgia abound. <laughs> <laughs> Abound! It was amazing. That said, Black Flash but was great. It, but doesn't that mean restarting all three of those? Sh- well, not necessarily. Not Legends necessarily, of Tomorrow. I don't know. Hmm. hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of things at play was there. there a se- because did, what happened? Because it doesn't necessarily restart season one of that show. Right. It could. It could. Think about it this way. Right. At the end of that episode. He flashes back and saves his mom. But before he saves his mom, he sees himself from the first time he tried to go back and save his mom and didn't, uh, which was at the end of season one. Right. So theoretically, the first three seasons of Arrow are safe. Right. And the first season of Flash is safe. So really, all they'd be resetting at that point is potentially season four of Arrow, which was last season. <laughs> And but it and season two of Flash. Hold, but hold on, it doesn't really protect those seasons because he saves his mom. Doesn't that fundamentally change who the character I, is? I'm not quite sure yeah, how that happens. Sir, Doc Brown theory of time I, travel. I, I look, I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't know, dude. I don't think it's. I'm. I I think they're gonna fix it. I don't know. I think he's going to go back in time and prevent himself from saving his mom. That's a lot of back in time. I know. I hope he has a Mr. Fusion maybe, somewhere. Maybe he won't do that, but maybe uh, Legends of Tomorrow will. I don't know. I, I liked it. I, you know what? 
no matter what they decide to do with it, right. I thought it was a really good season cliffhanger. And I thought the Jay Garrick stuff, the John Wesley shit, I thought all of that was really nicely handled. Right. I liked it. I, I really did like it. The Arrow season finale. What happened? I didn't see it. Sorry, right. He defeats Damien Dark. No big oh. fucking surprise. Oh, okay. Um, what else happens? Everybody kind of leaves Team Arrow at the end, except for Felicity. Thea goes all off of to you. do something. Good. Diggle goes off to do something. Does she go off something. to die? She doesn't. Um, but so, Felicity hangs in? Yeah, she She's comes the first to, one to I bail. Oh, I know. Ever. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. Just but kill her. I will say this. I think they I know. Thea, not, not, I not Thea. Felicity. I think they know. They, meaning Stephen Amell, the producers, the writers, I think they know they misstepped this season. Um, I think they listened to the fan backlash. And if, you hear, if you've heard any of the recent interviews with Stephen Amell since the season ended, uh-huh. he's like, look, next season we're getting back to what we do on the show best, which is more of that season one, season two storytelling. In fact, can I tell you what ruined Arrow? I know what ruined Arrow. What? Flash ruined Arrow. And I hate to say that. Why? Because I think when Flash introduced the superpowers and a bit more of the science fiction and a bit more of the actual comic book nature. I don't agree with and that. And I think it it I think it I think it pulled the rug out from underneath the grounded universe that Arrow was trying to maintain. And I think Arrow tried to keep up with it. And so they brought in like this mystical force no, and the uh-uh. Lazarus Pit. That was all, all happened before Flash. No. Yes. No. Season one and season two. What? The Mirakuru was the closest season, thing. What season was? That wasn't season Lazarus one. Pit was season three. That was season three. Yeah, and season four was Damian Dark, okay. Constantine, so, all of that stuff. So if season three. Uh-huh. Was where that started. You can't blame Flash because Flash was only season one at the same time. Yes, I understand that. But once you introduce that kind of thing, it's, once you introduce that kind of thing into the universe, I think it, I think it kind of just, I think it just slightly moved it off its axis, and I, I think it think spun so. out of control. A I bit. don't think that's I, and the I don't, problem. I don't mean in, I don't necessarily mean it in a bad way because I think Flash is amazing, and I think the two do really well together. I just think that they need to get away from... I think they need to get back to their roots. That's all. I think they need to get back to that season two kind of storytelling. And, of course, we now have Supergirl coming over and the big... And the holiday crossover is going to be all three of them. So what does that mean? I don't know. But but it was okay. All four of them, sir. Four of them. Sorry. All right. Let's take a break. Because we have a lot. We've got a game stuff. Okay. We've got other things. We didn't even crack the prep sheet. We're not getting to the prep sheet. I told you. We got to do that. We're not getting There's to some the stuff sheet. in the prep sheet. We no. at least got to hit. No. No, like serious. Like, oh, here's the headline and here's our one sentence Maybe opinion quickly. and go. All right. Ahoy, hoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Overwatch is available now for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It's the first-person Team Fortress-type game where you fight to control points on a map using very different characters, each with their own unique ability. And it's fun as hell! Unlike other games, the incredible gameplay makes up for the lack of single-player, but do know that this is strictly a multiplayer game. And there's not a lot of content, which is why there's a $40 version available on PC. Meanwhile, it costs $60 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Why the extra $20? 
I have no idea. Well, I have a little bit of idea. Greed. But if you're into it, Overwatch is available now for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> the Witcher 3's final and gigantic DLC has arrived, titled Blood and Wine. It looks great, and the new explorable area is said to be as big as the map in Witcher 2. It's an excellent time to come back to The Witcher 3. Blood and Wine is now available for $20 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> Dead Island, the definitive edition, is out now for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. The collection contains both Dead Island and Riptide, and they practically remade the two games with the latest game engine for Dying Light, which has its pros and cons like still not hitting 60 frames per second. And I would have preferred a direct HD remaster just to preserve the bright, saturated colors. The sky is falling. No Man's Sky has been delayed from June to August 7th, and obviously no one's happy about it. But just try to tune it out and enjoy the summer. The way time flies as you get older, No Man's Sky will be here in an eerily short amount of time. Rise of Iron is the title of this September's Destiny DLC expansion. There's not much to know, everything's just been leaked information, but there will be a new raid. This time it's a fallen raid with a twist set on Earth. But we'll all know a lot more very soon since E3 is only two weeks away. And finally, along with the rumors of an Xbox One Slim, there's also talk about the Xbox Scorpio. While Microsoft has said they have no intentions of putting out a 1.5 console like the PlayStation Neo, it seems like they have intent. The console will be four times stronger than an Xbox One and the most powerful home console beating out the specs of the PlayStation Neo. Although the Xbox Scorpio is rumored to be out sometime in 2017, so it seems like they're waiting to see how big of a mess PlayStation Neo creates before they make a move. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one -one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step -step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. There you go. Got a uh -huh. game stuff in there. Yeah. BuildMillenniumFalcon.com. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm I'm flipping through my prep sheet. All right, now. I'm in volume six right now. I don't want you to be confused. To Previously, what? it had been the third to last page. Okay. But due to some condensing and moving around, uh -huh. it is now the second to last page. Build Millennium Falcon. Give them a call at 877-544-6779. That's right. I actually found the number. I know. Uh, it is one of the best. It's probably one of the finest collectibles of any uh, movie or thing uh, that you can be a part of. You can get it. You get little bits of it each uh, month, each couple of months. And then you put it all together and you have a beautiful, beautiful prop replica of the Empire Strikes Back version of the Millennium Falcon. It's amazing. Check it out. Give them a call. 877-544-6779. And uh, what about, um, what about uh, the other guy? Snodgrass? Snodgrass Art. Oh, yeah, man. He's still on board. I know some people have ordered, too. Some people have told me they've ordered. Oh, yeah? I know that. Yes. It's probably, what is his name? Daniel? 
I don't, I don't, I don't think it's any of those. Possibly, uh, Craig? possibly Craig? Craig. I don't know. Snodgrass. Snodgrass Art. Shop dot dot com and Snodgrass Art on Instagram. Oh yeah, you definitely want to check out the Instagram. You also want to check out fifteen percent off of your first order with the code Big Kev. What a great code! It is a good code. Prints starting at only five dollars. Original works as well as phone cases, T-shirts, more. Uh, Snodgrass is described as darkly whimsical science fiction and robot artwork for your home and brain. Uh, I got to tell you, it's right up my alley. The aesthetic is beautiful. I love it. Uh, and we love having Snodgrass art be a part of uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. We do. And you really need to check out his work. Check out his shop. Check out his Instagram feed. Everybody that I show it to, they agree. They're like, yeah. you're right. This stands out. I'm it's on unique. It. It's different. And I need something. Yep. So shop.snodgrassart.com. 15% off your first order with code Big Kev. Uh, remember, print starting as low as five dollars. You know How I could you set, go wrong? You, you know I said all this. I'm later. repeating them. I'm hitting the bullet points, I'm, so. and I'm repeating them I, for emphasis. I am hitting the bullet points, and I, that that's great. And I'm coming in like like Robin Hood, and I'm just hitting them a, a second time, just <laughs> right on top of your bullet, and just splitting, splitting the arrow. That's it, coming right in there. That shit is impossible. <laughs> it was disproved on uh, what's that show? I don't care if it was this on, on Mythbusters. Mythbusters yeah. totally disproved. And, that. and so the and so the historical character of Robin Hood could be one of three things or an amalgam of a different guys. Of course, it was disproved. I'm just saying, it's a story. I'm it was a fox it. and a chicken. That wasn't the only. That wasn't even the first version. That Which looked, one are you talking about? That Errol guy? Oh my God! Don't don't even go there. <laughs> don't even go there. That guy? Yes, that guy. If it ain't a fox, fuck it. <laughs> shop.snodgrassart.com I bet probably Craig is appreciating this spot right now. I, I hope so. Hey, he's got a good sense of humor. On top of everything else, on uh -huh. top of how awesome his art is, uh -huh. he's got a great sense of humor. Let's hope so. Because he's been loving the spots. And and look, we, we, we're, we're acquired. We definitely, <laughs> we're definitely acquired. acquired. Case. No? What, uh, I want to give a quick shout out. Oh, hold oh, on. Okay. There are a group of uh, of cosplayers that reached out who are fans of the show. They listen to the show. Cosplay Vinny associated. It is with not cosplay... associated with cosplay Vinny. No, Whoa. wait, wait for it. It is the North Wales cosplay group, like Welsh. Wow. Yeah, man. I was talking to the I was talking to the guy who uh, who's one of the guy who runs the Instagram page. Alex Hurst is his Ooh. name. Uh, by the way, it's at North Wales Cosplay on Instagram and Alex One Hurst on Instagram. Follow their accounts. And uh, yeah, they were like, you know, we're, we dig the show. Would you mind giving us a shout out? I don't mind no. giving shout outs to fans. Sure. We always do that. We always we, shout when people we have out fans. and at them. <laughs> we do shout at them. We definitely do Just shout saying. at them. So yeah, man, it's a, uh, I thought that was really cool. I love I love How, knowing that we reach. There's some good stuff on there. Check yeah. out the page. Yeah, man. There's All a couple. Right. There's a good Harley at. Like a good Harley, not like... You mean like there's not, lady cosplayers yeah, in this there, there is, yeah. Not like some uh, of the Harleys we've well, seen. Well, let, you know uh, let me just put this out there, uh, my friend. Word on the street. Yeah. Word on the street. Uh-oh. This is just a rumor at this point. Words on the street frighten me. Big Kev, possibly in London this summer. Nice. Nice. Possibly in London this summer. But how great is that now, Wales? as I understand... That's a new country. Well, I'm just telling you. As I understand... Yes. England uh -huh. is like six minutes from Wales. You could potentially 
uh, yes, ride a bike, I think. So the point the I'm making is, right. if I'm over in London. There you go. I got to hook up with these whales people. There you go. I'll put you in touch. There you go. So uh, so check them out. Also, um, I'm, I'm going to butcher this. Do it. Scion Hughes. Oh, where is that? S-I-O-N-E-D. Where? It's where? not on there because I, 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 I wrote it oh, on mine. hand wrote She's it. the one that runs their Facebook page. Okay. And uh, she's a fan too. So, so check her out. Uh, check them out. North Wales Cosplay on Instagram, Facebook. It's a good group of people. All right. And, and of Wales. I'm in. I don't think we have any other you know fans how I feel Wales. about the Welsh. Do, how do you feel about the Welsh? I don't know how you feel. I, apparently, I know about, about a bunch about how you feel about the Welsh as they do Doc Savage. <laughs> so, you know that I love the Welsh people. Okay. I'm just saying. I didn't of know that. Of all the people on this program, I am probably the least racist against the Welsh. I'll give you that. See? I'll give you that. There you go. All right. Uh, moving on from them. Isn't that... Isn't that that Booker character, isn't he a Welsh? I, I don't, I don't oh, think, no, he's a Welsh. I, I don't think he's a Welsh. Oh, no, he's a Welsh. I think he'd That's stab different. you. Wouldn't he stab you? Is there animosity between the, the Welsh and the Brits? I don't know. I, I don't know. Works. He's a Welsh. There's, that's, different. <laughs> That's different? Yeah. Welsh he likes Welches. When you make bets and you don't pay them off, that's a Welsh. Did I don't he, think that's did, did is he that not, derogatory did, against did the Welsh. Did he not pay off a bet? I, I don't want to discuss it on the air. All right. I'm just saying I don't want to discuss it on that the air. That sounds a little shady. I'm just saying I don't want to discuss it on the air. I don't think Booker is shady. Booker, I'm on your side. I don't. You don't even know the story. I don't need to know Why the story. Why do you always take everyone's side but mine? Let's let's play a voicemail by a new guy. Hey guys, this is John from Washington, Illinois. I have an opinion as to why Marvel, uh, Marvel films, Disney Marvel films, have been so successful. And in my opinion, it's because of one person. And I'll get to that in one second. First of all, I don't think DC understands its characters you said that several times and i think i shouldn't say dc i should say warner brothers doesn't understand dc's characters i think there are too many cooks in the kitchen i think there are too many executives making creative decisions and also zach snyder i i'm i'm sorry i'm maybe i'm in the minority i don't know i'm not a huge fan of Watchmen. i like 300 but um i've never really liked anything he's done i respect his work but i don't i'm not a big fan of what he's done with this universe at all I grew up a DC guy, not a Marvel guy, and I am so much more of a Marvel person today than I ever have been. But anyway, my opinion, in my opinion, the number one reason why Marvel is so successful is because of Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, from the start, has had a plan. He has stuck to that plan. He's, Of course, he has great directors that he's helped to hire, and the talent has been wonderful, and Marvel doesn't take itself too seriously at this. These are fun, awesome films. But Feige has stuck to the idea of having an ultimate goal. He started it in 2008 with Iron Man, which was successful. The Incredible Hulk, which came right after. Iron Man, by the way, made uh, through Paramount. Incredible Hulk through Universal, I believe. That was not successful. But he stuck to the plan. That's the idea. And Disney has... Under Bob Iger, the current CEO, has had a uh, track record of allowing the people who, of these companies that they purchase, allowing them to stay in position. That's the reason why they became successful. Even though they had a partnership with Pixar, when they eventually bought Pixar, not only did they allow John Lasseter to stay at the top and control Pixar, but they also made him creative control 
the mastermind over all of Disney animation. And they've been successful since then uh, with Big Hero 6 and Wreck-It Ralph and Frozen and Zootopia, hit after hit after hit. When they purchased Lucasfilm, they promised Kathleen Kennedy would be at the top, and she has remained there. And that's why you've got the vision that you have moving forward with uh, Force Awakens and as they continue to release film after film. So Kevin Feige was allowed to stay at the top of Marvel, and his ultimate goal, has his vision, has remained. Supposedly, this might be folklore. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, got a map. Sorry, got cut off there. I'm not exactly sure where I'm, but uh, anyway, the, the rumor is that Kevin Feige has a, a map in his office, and it has uh, the, the entire layout of the Marvel Universe, and that includes television and everything else, um, from 2008 to 2028. And as they pick up characters along the way, Daredevil, Punisher, Spider-Man, they branch off just slightly from that plan. But ultimately, they're still heading in the direction that they wanted to head in with Avengers. And um, and that's all I've got to say. Uh, they've made me a giant Marvel fan. And uh, hopefully with uh, more comic book-minded people uh, leading the way at um, at DC and at Warner Brothers, um, they'll be able to uh, what's become such a mess. And uh, thanks. Love the show. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. See? John from Washington, Illinois found that cutoff boy. I guess so. It was an abrupt cutoff. Damn. Do we have any other listeners in Washington, Illinois? I don't that know. might be a new one. He might be the I know we have one. other Illinoisians. I understand. As I understand it, we have listeners in Welsh. What what do we what do you call Wales. someone from Illinois? Annoying. <laughs> <I'm>, Illinoying. <laughs> wow. That's rough. What? I didn't think John was, was annoying. Very clever right off the cuff. Was, was it John? I forgot already. I think it was John. Look, he makes a good point. And John a point from that we, Washington, Illinois. That's right. He makes a good point. One we've made before. Mm-hmm. Kevin Figge. Is, I'm, is, I'm pretty sure it's Fahey, folks. Uh, pretty sure. Whatever it's it is. fucking Fahey. Whatever it is. Feej. We, I think everybody would agree that he certainly is an important part to making all of this work. He for is. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, but he's been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe even before Iron Man. Because he, he had, was, Yes. Because I remember the first time I had a conversation with Kevin Fahey, it was when the... Uh, Thomas Jane Punisher movie came out. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not involved in just Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's involved in other Marvel movies outside of the cinematic, outside of the Disney stuff too, isn't he? I uh, maybe I don't know. I seem to. I think that he is. Speaking of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, by the way, just a quick uh, hit, a quick hit here. Yeah, I saw the X Men uh, movie today, The Age of Apocalypse. Uh huh. Did you age while watching it? I sure did. All right, we'll talk about that next week. Yes. All right. Um, before we get into product, because we have some exciting uh-huh. product, do you want to do a some skim bullets. of the of some the bullets. of the ones you want to hit? Lawrence Kasdan talks Han Solo start date and Star Wars saga involvement. Yep, goes into production early next year, January, and uh, and I guess that dude that was rumored to be Han actually is Han. I guess so. Yeah. And he says Ryan Johnson is a friend of his who's doing episode right. eight, and he just met or he's getting to know Colin Trevorrow who's doing episode nine. So let's hope that this does better than Rogue One apparently right. is. Uh, no, no, come on. We got to talk about that. No? Oh, I forgot about that. We got to talk yeah. about it at least briefly. So Rogue One tested really, really badly. But 
it tested really badly, not with audiences, correct? With Disney execs. With Disney execs. Yes. And, and that's not confirmed yet. That's still rumor mill. No, it's not anymore because they've scheduled the reshoots. Yeah, but we've said this a hundred times before. Every movie has reshoots. Not four weeks worth. No? Four weeks worth of reshoots in the middle of the summer, sir. All right. So I'm thinking there's problems. That said, you're right. Every movie has reshoots, blah, blah, blah. It's six months out. I'm not that worried yet. I was kind of worried initially, though, because I was like, oh, you don't want to hear anything like that about a Star Wars movie. Can you imagine if we had heard that about Episode Seven? If we had heard, oh, my God, they have four weeks of reshoots because it didn't test good with somebody, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, that is actually happening. All right. Uh, Supergirl CW says four-way fall crossover will be the biggest one ever. Yeah, that's huge. We talked about that briefly during that voicemail. So is she going to actually be part of the universe that they're all well, in? Well, she's part of Earth 3, 4, 5, okay. something. So, so sort of? Sort of. Unless the whole Flash thing somehow brings her in? Oh, I don't know. Kevin Smith develop, developing a Buckaroo Banzai TV series. Next. Because he's not doing enough B content. Next. I don't get this one at all, man. I just don't get it. Who cares? Can we move on to product? Something no. I'm actually excited about. No. Wait. According to the prep sheet. No. Trailer for DC Comic Bla- uh Powerless. That came out last week. Powerless. It looks all right. Yeah, it looks all right. Uh, let's see. The Will trailer for the first season of TNT's Shakespeare drama. Angsty Shakespeare in Love. I thought Actually, it was alright. I thought it was kind of good. I'm kind of I'm kind of down with that. that. I'm looking forward to that. I wish it would be more of a procedural where William Shakespeare is writing the plays but also solving crimes. That would be great. That'd be called Elementary. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. That's Sherlock. Uh, all right. First trailer for CBS MacGyver reboot. Blech. Playing MacGyver, some young kid with no, long no, no. hair sees X Men, X Men's Lucas Till, Lucas Till. Yeah, wasn't he Havoc? He's Havoc, yeah. right? Yeah, but he That's has long hair. He looks and like he's that. young and it's retarded. Yes, he has long hair, which you can see in Age of Apocalypse. And, and some of the things he's doing in the trailer is more like what you would see on CSI and less like MacGyver. Gotcha. I didn't see one instance in the trailer where he used paperclip, bubble gum, and a wheelchair to invade Iraq. Looks like uh, Star Trek coming back to TV for CBS. Yeah, but it's like but an online. online. Yeah. Ugh, fucking stupid CBS. So stupid. Uh, that's it. Is that it? I think that's Snodgrass it. Snodgrass Art. No, did that already. Did that one? All okay. right, product. I know you're dying for this. I'm just trying to put more roadblocks in your way. Hey, speaking of roadblocks in Star Wars. Uh-huh. George Lucas. Oh, yeah. Turns up on Heidi Fleiss' Little Black Book list. That's right. Oh, boy. She was the girl he was looking for. All right, so we've got some. Uh, we've got two two subscription boxes that came in in the last couple All of weeks. All right. This was the Funko Smugglers Bounty Box Funko. number three. Uh huh. Now this was the uh, this was the Bounty Hunter box. Okay. So the first box was. Well, let me see the Imperial. shirt. Second box was uh, Rebels, I guess. Right. And this is uh, Bounty Hunters. So you got a pretty cool looking shirt. It's got wow! Uh, the shirt is amazing. Yeah, it's a lineup of bounty hunters: Zuckus, That's uh, all of Forlom, them. IG88, yeah. Bosk, Fett. It's got all uh, little facts about who, them. Who, who am I missing? Forlom, Zuckus, Bosk, Fett, IG88. IG88. I think you got them all right. Dengar is Dengar on there? I he might know. be in the I fold. I didn't fully I have open, to it, open it in order to do um, that. So that's cool. 
Then you've got the, each box comes with a pin and a patch. Pin and a patch. So you got a Bosque pin and a Boba Fett patch, which is pretty cool. Okay. And then the pops this month. I got to say, one of those pops is pretty damn Both cool. Both of these pops is pretty damn well, cool. Well, yeah, one is a, just a bit cooler than the other. I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel uh, the Booker way about maybe Boba Fett's a little overexposed at this point. IG-88 is, is amazing. It's a great look. First of all, it kind of bucks the format. It does a little tiny bit. Because a lot of tiny bit. Well, that does not look like a pop. Well, that's it true. is not. And it's I mean, it's not even clo- it's not the it's not the style at all. I'd argue. It's hard, though, because he's not, well, of really course, a humanoid. That's kind of why it's interesting. Yeah, I think it's a great pop, though. The next one, I IG-88. like it because it's an action pose, which they don't often do. Yeah. So this is it's Boba Fett. But he's on his rocket exhaust. Yeah. Kind of taking off. Making the base. Yeah. Which is, a, which is a thing they did with the action figure at least once or twice. A couple of times. Though. The Star Wars Black Series figure had it. Did uh, it? One of them. One of them did. Oh. One of them was in the Sarlacc pit. One of them was on a rocket base. If, if recollection the Black was, Series? Uh, I'm sorry. Not the Black Series. The Unleashed Series. Oh, yes. The yes. Unleashed yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was his, the the bounty hunter box. Cool, but not the coolest box that we got this week. Uh-oh. Is this why you haven't been saying anything to me? This is the second Firefly Cargo Grape box. Oh, boy. It is the Janestown box. Uh-huh. First thing I did when I saw this box was I got really angry. Because I looked at that sticker, and I thought to myself... I'd like to have that I'd sticker. I'd like to have that sticker. I knew it. Well, lucky for us... That sticker is in the box. Oh, thank God. So, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let's get to the sticker. Oh, man. You can do it like that. So, this is a Janestown uh, Canton Higgins Moon, the birthplace of Mudder's Milk with the statue of Jane from the episode The Hero of Canton. Oh, look at that. On the sticker. That's really terrific. Right? That's nice. You just keep pulling stuff out and putting it over there. Because I'm getting to it all. All right. Then the t-shirt. Uh-huh. It's a great Jane shirt because it's not Jane on a shirt. It's a Jane shirt. It's the one that he wears. It's, it's one that he wears. Yeah. That you know, they haven't produced before. I was going to say, I have like at least two of those in my collections that, that he wore. Th- that orange shirt right yeah. there is one of That's his shirts. One, right? And I've got the yellow ones somewhere. Yep. yep so this yep. is uh Nice. Nice. The, I'm not sure what the logo is, but it's, um, Looks is like it a, a Mudder's Milk logo? Maybe it's, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a bone fish. I don't know. It's it's kind of it's a cool take. I, I I posted some pictures on on Instagram. Okay. We have a coin. We have a coin. The hero of Canton. <laughs> commemorative coin. Uh huh. In the little commemorative coin container. In oh. Jane we trust. Look at that. That is really hysterical. Right. That's that's funny because that's like this is that's like one of those. And you can own a coin made from right. the steel of the twin tower. Like that's what this is. I don't know if it's like that, sir. But you know, what's that? What's that one? Hold on, hold on. Where's oh, jeez. The, the pin? Did I lose the pin? Oh, there's right. a pin. Always a pin. I like it because it's Vera. First off, uh huh. And it's the Let's Be Bad Guys. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's just a nice little uh, Vera. Of course, Jane's rifle. Jane's rifle. The uh-huh. the biggin. The biggin. This is a thrilling heroics rum flask. Wow. Wow. Jane Cobb's thrilling heroics rum. Just like Mama Cobb used to make. 
Yeah, so it's a flask. It's That's a nice. flask. It's etched, too. Yeah, Very it's nice. nice. It's nicely done. Uh-huh. Um, we got another cubit. Oh, now, boy. these are blind box, so you never know what you're going to get. Right. This time around, I got book. Okay. Which is he's cute. Just a little, yeah. little book figure. There Last go. time, I got Simon. Right. So, uh, so you're working your way up. Yeah, I've got to find some of the other ones, because <laughs> yeah. I missed. They actually put, there was a Jane one that you could have gotten in that first box. Right. And I didn't get them. I think these are going to be released at a later date, though. So, oh, are they? Yeah. I th- I think you'll have another chance to get oh, these. Oh, boy. All right. What else? Uh, you've got the magazine. This is Signal Volume 2. Uh-huh. And it's got some fan poses with uh, people who won the replica, the big damn replica. They gave that away? They gave one away because no one fucking bought it. Um, some some fan photos with stuff from the first box. Nice. A little interview and spotlight, of course, on the character of Jane. Uh-huh. Um, a recipe for mutter's milk. <laughs> okay. It's like a banana peanut butter smoothie uh-huh um an interview with shauna tropic if you don't know who shauna tropic is she was the costume designer for this show okay and the film um i've actually met her she's really nice and that might sound weird but she's really important to the show costume designers don't always get a lot of credit sure but the aesthetic to firefly and serenity really plays an important role i think in the success of that show agree and that's on her, so kudos to her. And then, of course, the back of the book is some of the stuff you get in the box right. highlights, but I don't want to show you that page because I want to show you the rest of the stuff in the box. Oh, jeez. Is there more? There's, My God. There's more. What's this? Parliament Authority Confidential File. Uh-huh. And then when you open it up. It's Jane's file. It's Jane's rap sheet. Nice. That's nice. My first reaction was, God damn it, they didn't give us one of these for Kaylee. Oh, wait. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have one for Kaylee. Right. Um, I don't think she's ever seen the bad side of the law. Jane clearly has. Mal, maybe. Right. Kaylee, Wash, probably safe. Right. Zoe, probably not so much. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it, you know, it talks about where he was born, his birth date, all mm-hmm. the way, you know, all that stuff. It's got some of the crimes he's been committed of, his fingerprints. It's, it's cute. It's a little rap sheet. It's cute. And then last but not least. Hold on. I'm putting everything back in the box. Well, we'll I'll just take a break while you do that. You should put the show on hold. Take a breather. Okay. So if you remember, the first box had the Kaylee statue. Right. Which was really, really nice. It was well done. Um, Is she up there? She is up there. She's kind of hidden in the corner. You can't see her right now, but she's up there. The Jane statue doesn't fail, in my opinion. I, I, I rather like it. Here's the base, and here is the figure. Wow. Be careful. The gun's a little fragile, eh? Okay. Um, this is very close to the same exact figure that that Funko put out. Uh-huh. Remember that Funko legacy figure? Yeah, yeah. Except he was in a blue sun shirt instead right. of that yellow shirt. Right. But the hat, the gun. And that one had uh, articulation. And that one had... Yeah, these are not really figures. These are more right. statues. Right. But, uh... Well, he's got a base for a reason. Oh, he stands. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, actually, he's pretty sturdy. He's pretty. He's not bad. Oh, I, I gotta say, man. Um, really well done. I was piece. really afraid of these boxes. I have a love hate relationship with QMX. I know that you do, and that I normally you, hate them. You were you were very disappointed, and we understand because it was. I mean, I was disappointed also. 
you know, but it was a long time ago, OG, and sometimes we have to let these things go. But I also feel that oftentimes QMX puts out some great product in general, not just the ship, but they put out a lot of great product that I probably would own if the price point was even slightly more reasonable. Right. Moves me to my next comment. Uh-huh. For what you pay for this box monthly, which I think is 25 bucks. No, is it 25 bucks? It's 30 bucks. It does what matter. If, whatever it is. Even if it's 40 bucks. I, I, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Well worth it. Well worth it. Both boxes have been an absolute home run. Yeah. As a Firefly, Serenity fan, totally. collector, you got to get these. If you oh, could yeah. track down that first box and now the second box, right. you absolutely should. I don't know who's in the third box. I'm going to assume it's Mal. But I don't know. Assume away. I don't, I don't know. They didn't announce that yet? They may have announced it today. Uh, oh, okay. Um, the box just showed up about an hour before we started recording. So it's freshly opened. I'm, uh, I'm um, willing to check. But, uh, but yeah, Loot Crate QMX has done a bang-up job with this series, with these boxes. Um, I do not regret jumping on board the subscription. Um, you <laughs> I know, it's, no regrets. I think it's five a year. Which means that it's going to take them longer than a year to complete the crew. Only five a year? It's either four or five a year, yeah. Huh. Um, so I suspect the next two boxes are going to be Mal and River or Mal and Wash. Oh, wow. I just saw something you don't want to see. Oh, show me. Oh, I can't. Is it on the QMX site? It You're is. looking on the wrong spot to find information on the box. I, I, you have to look on the Loot Crate site. Oh, I will. Show me what it is. I, I need know. to see it now. Is it the arrow figure? It is the arrow. I saw it already. I'm on the mailing list for it. <laughs> it um, looks really fucking good. Yeah, they're, they're, those, those figures are really cool. I know. It's amazing. The boxing oh, glove hour awesome. seals it for me. But um, yeah, so I suspect the next two, it's going to be Malin Zoe or Malin River would Luke be my guess. Crate. What? Firefly? Lootcrate.com yeah, backslash smugglers bounty, maybe. Or if you just Loot Crate Firefly, I'm sure it will come up. Firefly. Yeah. And then we go, and then we press. Who creates an app? Um, Does it show who's next? I know right after the Kaylee box, they started showing images of Jane. So we knew it was going to be a Jane-themed box. It's Zoe is next? I think so, because they have the picture of the little damn heroes, which is right. the statues. And it's Kaylee and Jane. And Jane, and now it looks like the Zoe one Let is me see. lit up. That's Zoe, right? Yes, that is Zoe. So, so Zoe, is, Zoe next. is the next one. So the good part about I think that's the first time I've seen that image. The good part about that image is that they're all there. Because I was af- <laughs> I was afraid I was going to get another incomplete set. Right. We still don't have outside of that Cubit figure. I still don't think we have a Simon figure right. that's ever been done. They did a book in the Little Damn Heroes. Didn't they I didn't do, get it. They didn't do the six inch. No, they no. only did four figures in the six inch. Oh, it was Wash, Zoe, Mal, and Kaylee. Oh, and Jane. I'm sorry. So uh, we should say they range from thirty-five, uh, $35 for the box per crate. Okay, so thirty-five handling, so forty. Yeah. So, but think, but for but forty you bucks, you get it as low as yeah. You get it a little bit cheaper if you do a subscription. Six crates is two twenty-seven ninety-five. Right. So, so think about it though. For forty, even at forty bucks a crate, think about what you're getting. You're getting the figure. You're getting the figure. Uh, at least the figure, the button, the pin. And all the magazines every month. Plus, you get a T-shirt. I mean, it's it's worth it. The flask, 
Last month had like the little parasols. I mean, there's a lot of the teddy bear. You remember the plush oh, teddy yeah. last month? It it's right a great there. box. Yep. It's a really, it really, it is. really is. If you haven't subscribed to this box and you Plus, are a fan I and mean, you are a brown coat, you need to jump on let's this. Let's talk about the fact that it's not Star Wars. It's not Marvel superheroes. It's not a popular, like, current thing. It's like... It's the little show that is, could. It is. And it, it, the fact that you're still getting this kind of quality stuff for a TV show that never completed its run and had a movie based on fan interest, you have to support it if you're a fan by buying these How crates. has someone not done at least an animated series or something? That would be the easiest thing in the world. Of course. They would they all, all do, do it. it. They would all do voices. In a heartbeat. There is no way that no one from that original, maybe Adam Baldwin, but I don't even think Adam Baldwin. There is no way that anybody from that cast, first of all, half of them aren't working. And now, now neither is Mal. Right. That's what I mean. Half yeah. of them aren't working. Jewel State, I don't think. I mean, small stuff. Simon, uh, Sean Marr isn't working. Alan Tudyk is working. He's on power. Constantly. Constantly. He's constantly working. He's in Rogue One. Yeah. And he's going to be in that DC show um what dc show the powerless or whatever oh, he he's is? the bad oh. guy boss or the oh, dickhead oh, boss oh. on the show um he's the he's constantly but summer glow hasn't worked in a bit in anything big adam baldwin hasn't done anything in big in a bit <laughs> they're all available That's what i mean except the guy who's dead bring him back what <laughs> no no because you know why i told you my because theory you, about you, that you, wash you, his twin brother no you set the series in between the two I mean, you could do that. Yes. You set the series in between the. Of course, you, you make can just the, pick up where the series. You left make off. the animated series a continuation of the TV show rather than right. the aftermath of the film. Hey, did you ever hear that joke? Yeah, I heard it. Running through the wash. Fuck you. <laughs> well, that's Reavers, all happening. How do Reavers wash their spears? No, how do Reavers clean their spears? Right, running through yes, the wash. Running through the wash. It's fucking awesome. Is so funny. You know it's fucking awesome that the wrap up music has kicked in. Oh no. Yeah. That means it's over. It kicked in when it heard your punchline coming. That's Don't forget you can find us on iTunes each and every week over at bigkevsgeekstuff.com, bkgeekstuff.com, amazon.bkgeekstuff.com to support us that way. Uh-huh. Facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Um at geekstuff OG, at KR Marlowe, and at uh, BK Geek Stuff on Twitter. Um, at keep going at Geek Stuff OJ at K Robert Marlowe and at Big Kev GS on Instagram. Huh? And I'm also on Snapchat uh, at Geek Stuff OG over there. So you can check us out in all of those places. Again, if you'd like to leave a voicemail like some of our callers did tonight, you can do so by giving the GVM line a call 425 920 6050. And of course, support all of our sponsors Build the Millennium Falcon, Snodgrass Art. Hello to the fine folks in Wales again, and uh, I think I think that's it. Big yeah, the the folks in Wales should reach out to me because the London thing was not a joke. I am yeah, I hear you. nearing the precipice of having an answer on whether I will be uh, over over the pond. Nice uh, in I believe it's July. Cool. Yeah. And with that, big I, Oh yes, OG. And with that, we will bring this episode, episode four hundred and ten. The one we called Afterbirth, to a close, the way we end some shows by saying, Troll the Respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight,